And HSC Chief Operations Manager Damien McCallion, good morning to you. Good morning, Anya. You've had a busy night. Fill us in on the latest about Wexford General Hospital and the evacuation that's been going on. Yeah, so in the first instance, I might just acknowledge the work of our staff in Wexford and the surrounding areas, our ambulance service, and all the hospitals indeed who responded from right along the eastern seaboard, southern seaboard, and northeastern area. And in addition, our partners in the emergency services who we work with in these emergencies, local authorities, fire service, guards, and indeed some of our private partners, private ambulances, who also assisted. The position this morning is we stood up our crisis management team yesterday and all our hospitals would have a crisis management team and a plan to respond to these type of events, and that was activated yesterday afternoon. And the team there have been working, as you said, right through the night. There were 221 patients in the hospital. Uh, Of those, 41 remain in a safe area overnight, and we do anticipate now, although final decisions will be made this morning, it may be possible to retain those patients, which will obviously be helpful for them and their families. The balance of the patients then were either transferred or discharged. We're very conscious of people's concerns, and I heard some family members on your pieces earlier this morning for their own loved ones who are in hospital. And there is a helpline stood up in case people have any concerns about where the family member has gone to, how they contact them and so on. And I might just give that number. It's 053-915-3012. And that's our sort of prime focus yesterday and today is those patients and their families in the hospital and indeed our own staff. In terms of services in Wexford then, our elective and outpatient are cancelled for tomorrow and Friday and all urgent and emergency care would be taken in other hospitals. So if people have an emergency need, they do need to go to another hospital. Wexford Emergency Department will not be open over the coming days. We will make decisions today, and the team are working this morning and last night in relation to that technical assessment that will guide, I suppose, how we can reopen parts of the hospital and start to get the hospital back into operation. And that process was started almost in parallel yesterday with the emergency response and we're working with our own partners on that to try and establish as quickly as possible how we can get some services back up and running in, in the hospital for the community that are down there. It's clearly a major concern and anxiety. A hospital is a huge part of the fabric of a local community and a very important part of the service. So we want to get things back as quickly right. as possible, but we must do so safely. If somebody's baby is due and they had been attending Wexford General, where do they go now? Yes, yeah, so maternity services will be one of our priorities for restoration, but in the intervening period, arrangements have been put in place with the hospital in Waterford, University Hospital of Waterford, for maternity services. And what about staff? Because, you know, we were hearing staff who were due to be on duty in the hospital last night, some of them nurses, they ended up bringing patients to Navin. Uh, however long the hospital is going to be closed for, it's no easy matter to redeploy staff, is it? No, and the staff have responded fantastically, both in the initial response. You can only imagine how harrowing it was to see part of the hospital in flames. Uh, They responded really well right through the crisis response yesterday, the evacuation, supporting patients and families. So some staff remain in the hospital, other staff transferred with patients, uh, and we'll assess that over the coming days. Obviously, supports will start to be put in place for staff Mm -hmm. from today also by the crisis management team down there, because, again, you can only imagine for those that have to experience it on the grounds, particularly when they're caring for people who are vulnerable and all of the risks that, that go with that. So certainly staff will be supported by the hospital management over the coming days. But in addition, as I say, some staff will continue to operate in the hospital, other staff transferred, and our priority then is to try and look at restoration of services as quickly as possible. And the team are working on that even this morning as we speak. What about the medical records of those transferred? Because we know we don't have this, you know, interlinked uh, computer system where patients' records can be picked up automatically. So what happened there? 
yeah, so those are all the practical challenges that come with an event like this, Anya. And essentially, I suppose, per possible, uh, records will be transferred. Clearly, there are issues, and that's one of our concerns, to manage that in terms of keeping contact between Wexford Hospital, where people have been cared for, and the many hospitals that people have gone to. And as I say, people were transferred from Waterford through the Dublin hospitals to Kenny, up into the northeast, even into Navan. So all of our hospitals responded really positively to the crisis that hit us yesterday in Wexford. And we were hearing earlier um, that the you know in terms the, the damage may be small to medium. There is a possibility to begin re- reopening within days. When will you know? Because equally, it could be worse than you currently know at the moment. So, so when will you know how bad the damage has been? When will you know what the reopening plan is? Yeah, so the team are working on that even yesterday and through the night in terms of that technical assessment that will underpin that in terms of safety. Key areas in this instance will be areas like oxygen supplies and electrical safety. Those are some of the key elements given where the fire occurred. Uh, so it's too early yet to say uh, where and, and what time frame that will happen in. But what we are focused on, what are the priority areas that we can try and get back that would support the community and staff as quickly as possible. So that assessment will go on through today and I expect it will take at least through today till we get a position around what sort of services we might be able to restore and when. But clearly the focus is on trying to assess the damage, understand what work needs to be done to be repaired, and also looking at areas which we could perhaps open and services which might be prioritised, like maternity, as quickly as possible. I mean, it is absolutely remarkable when you think about it. No smoke inhalation, all safe. When you think of the, you know, the ingredients that there are in a hospital, there's oxygen, there's gas, there's all kinds of chemicals, there's all kinds of electricals, there's, you know, x-rays and nuclear medicine. I mean, is it just dawning on you? This could have been so much worse. Well, I think whenever you hear of a fire, and, you know, we've had tragedies in Ireland in recent times with fire, and we all see how, how dangerous it can be. Your, your worst fears obviously come to the fore, and, and as I say, I can only imagine what it was like for people down there on the ground yesterday in terms of staff, patients, and, and their families. Um, it, I suppose listening to your own interview with the fire service this morning, it was obvious that some of the measures that are in the buildings clearly operated and worked well, and, and that's positive, but we'll wait for the full technical assessment before we make any judgments on that, and that assessment will be ongoing over the coming days. So look, it, it is a clearly a really big worry when you hear a fire in any hospital with all of the ingredients that you've mentioned. And thankfully, and most importantly, at this stage, you know, we haven't had any reports of any impact on, on patients or staff or those people who were in the hospital. And, that, and that's the most important thing. And again, just to echo the response of the team in Wexford and right throughout the system, including partners like the fire service and the guards, was just phenomenal. When you step back from it and look at what's happened in the last 24 hours, less than 24 hours, uh, and where we are this morning and thankfully as I say at this point uh, no one has been hurt at this point in time so look, we're, we're really happy with that and we will work now to try and look at restoration services and getting the hospital back to support the community with the good work that it always does. And I know absolutely today your focus has to be on Wexford but it does raise a question doesn't it and David Cullinan was talking about this earlier in the programme as well about do, you know, do we need to review safety, fire safety uh, in other hospitals and healthcare institutions around the country in the light of this? Yeah we would, we would have a lot of active fire safety programmes going on and clearly it's a big part of our construction and the state's uh, portfolio and, and how they manage the systems in terms of buildings, old buildings, which of course we have a lot in our health service and, and new buildings indeed as well. So I think it's too early yet to, to speculate in terms of what that causes. We'll wait and look at what the facts tell us mm-hmm. around what happened in Wexford uh, and where the things that could be done to mitigate and certainly to try and prevent that in the future. You know, it's in the principles from time to time these things can happen and what's important when they do happen 
is that we're prepared for that and the emergency response and the crisis response of the hospital you know, worked really well. And these are hard things because when you simulate them, it's never the same. I've been involved in many of them over the years. You know, it's never the same as when it happens in reality and you're having yeah. to deal with it. So I think, you know, huge credit to the people involved there yesterday. As I say, when you look at what's been achieved over the 24 hours to try and respond to what was such a tragic event. So we'll wait and see what the technical reports tell us. But there's a lot of work going on around fire safety all the time, right throughout our services, not just in hospitals, but across all the facilities which we have in the yes. country. It's a key part of our, our work and, and in terms of safety for patients and for staff. Yes, and as we heard from the fire service, the compartment floor and the cavity barriers uh, certainly would teach you the, the value of building regulations and fire safety regulations. One other issue, Damien McCallion. Um, politicians locally saying the fast-track 96-bed unit, uh, that should be fast-tracked now, uh, despite any controversy about where it might go as part of the uh, response to this impact on the health services in Wexford. Yeah, well, we'll certainly look at that. I mean, there's a commitment there in terms of the capital development of the hospital, uh, and that remains in place, and certainly any opportunities that are there to accelerate any work in light of this, any potential implications in the short, medium and long term, in terms of capacity. So we look at all of that in terms of opportunities that there might be as a result of this tragedy to, to further invest in the hospital to ensure, I suppose, that that capacity is there to support the needs of the community in Wexford. And just from your point of view as Chief Operations Manager, you have a cyber attack two years ago, you've record winter overcrowding, now you've had a hospital evacuated. How's this going to impact on, you know, waiting lists, overcrowding right across the health service? Well, clearly in the short term, over the next coming coming days, patients have had to be transferred to other hospitals. Other hospitals have stepped up to do that. And a lot of intensive work has gone on. And we'll assess look, the impact of this uh, over the coming days. Today is about ensuring, first of all, that everyone that was in the hospital and our staff are safe uh, and there's clear plans around that. And secondly, to try and restore services. And we look at any medium-term impact or short-term impact in terms of uh, elective pressures or other work as quickly as possible. And oh. again, you know, we endeavour for those people that had cancellations to try and get them back in as quickly as possible. But look, we need to first of all assess this today and look and prioritise at trying to get services back into the hospital, even on a phase basis. Thank you for your time this morning. HSE Chief Operations Manager, Damien McCallion.